More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, uh, final news roundup, information overload hour, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, we have a... A lot of news as it uh, relates to what's going on in Jim Comer's uh, House Oversight Committee, of which Marjorie Taylor Greene, the congresswoman from Georgia, is a part of. Uh, One update is she is saying that uh, Hunter Biden's sex workers may be testifying before Congress. That could get pretty interesting. Uh, We have updates on the Dirty 51, as we've been calling them, and, and those people uh, that signed on to, you know, this this effort of Mike Morrell and Tony Blinken, former intel officials. Then we learned last week that, in fact, uh, active CIA employees were recruiting former intel officials to sign this letter. Uh, that was a big development. Uh, anyway, uh, Jim Jordan was on Fox last week, and this is what he said. What did the former CIA director have to say when you put the screws to him? He said for a four-hour interview, Jesse, and he further confirmed that this thing was all political. They used their title. So, yeah, we expect, we expect uh, Mr. Goldman talked about public servants. We expect public servants not to use their title to influence an election. And it was so political when it was all done, this talking point they wanted to give Joe Biden for that final debate with President Trump, it was so political after that debate's over the campaign calls up mr morrell thanks him for it he gets an attaboy from steve rachetti chairman of the biden campaign so So, just further confirmed all that anyway joining us now georgia congresswoman marjorie taylor green is with us uh congresswoman how are you welcome back well sean i just walked out of the treasury department and just like before uh when i went in and and read these thousands of pages of stars reports um I'm I'm stunned, honestly. Uh, it's staggering what we're reading in there. Can you give us a little more insight into what it is? Now, with James Comer, and I interviewed him extensively on the show and on TV last week, went into great specificity and detail about the 170-plus SARS reports, suspicious activity reports, uh, and also went a little deeper into these LLCs. Uh, his interim report mentioned 
part of what we believe is is the China business dealings with the Biden family and the Romanian deal. But that excludes Russia and Ukraine and Kazakhstan and about a dozen other countries that we know of. Isn't that true? Yes. And I'll tell you, the the last binder I was reading uh, just before I left and got in the car to call you, I was reading binder number two, which is about a thousand pages. It's uh, it's approximately one third of all the uh, stars, and it's completely devoted to Hunter Biden and China. And it has just it's unbelievable. It's stars after stars after stars. Uh, that outline billions of dollars of wire transfers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, we we only talked last week about tens of millions. You're saying billions? Billions, but we have to investigate it. The problem is many of the accounts in the SARS and binder number two um, have bank accounts that are in China. So weren't able to subpoena those. It, it would be impossible uh, to get those bank records from China, which is is part of the problem. Um, but it outlines billions and billions of dollars of wire transfers. Now, the difficult part is is it's hard to tell where some of it could, it could be legitimate um, business dealings in these energy companies, of course, in China. But the other part is, um, without being able to subpoena those bank records, we can't be sure. Uh, but it, it's absolutely shocking. Other stars that I read in there, um, and this is one that I, I think America deserves to know about, and I'll, and I'll read you verbatim, is it said, he failed to pay alimony due to spending large amounts of money on prostitutes. This is 28 suspected um, people involved in a prostitution ring in 2018, and the FCI, FCI identified $2,122,914 in suspicious activity from August 2018 to January 4th, 2019. Uh, these customers benefited well over a million dollars in credit. And then it goes through all the different wire transfers um, on and on and on, but the largest wire came from Nassoil, LLC, First Abu Dhabi Bank, um, and it gives the account number in the UAE. Uh, this, I'm telling you, Sean, if, if we stayed in Washington uh, day after day after day and investigated this, I still don't think we'd have enough time. And it, it, is, it, was, it was hard to walk out of there because I walk out of there and there's homeless people on the streets in Washington, D.C. There's veterans being kicked out of housing so that illegal aliens can go in there. There's, you know, elderly people losing their retirement accounts because of the inflation that Joe Biden has caused. It's our border is completely out of control. Uh, human trafficking, child trafficking, sex trafficking, drug trafficking. Over 300 people dying every day of fentanyl. And it goes on and on. And and to go in there and sit in the Treasury reading about all these different wire transfers, everything from um, casino projects in Las Vegas to real estate holdings that are really fake. They were just fake real estate holding groups for wire transfers, LLCs, tons of fake LLCs, where money is transferred in from Ukraine, China, former Soviet Union countries, uh, the Middle East, uh, Africa, money being transferred in and then and then paid back out to, you know, Biden family member after Biden family member. 
it is it is unbelievable, Sean. It, it, it's almost too much to comprehend. Let me ask you this. Uh, it was kind of bizarre this weekend. I don't know how to interpret this, uh, but James Comer on one of the Sunday shows, I believe it was Maria Bartiromo's show, admitted that that his fellow Republicans lost track of a key witness in an investigation about the Biden family being involved in an alleged bribery scheme. I think this goes to the heart of the letter that he and Senator Charles Grassley had put out uh, asking the DOJ and the FBI to cooperate and, and share the 1023 form, uh, which I think they can do privately. That does not necessarily have to be done publicly. But uh, anyway, wh what do we know about that? How does an informant go missing? Yeah, let me clear that up. I've, I've spoken with Comer about that. The witness that you're talking about, the, not the witness, it's a whistleblower. This is a whistleblower that came forward through Senator Grassley, and we're so grateful that he did. And we're very grateful to Senator Grassley for helping this happen. We have not lost track of that whistleblower. That, that whistleblower is not missing, and that whistleblower is very credible. Uh, so we're doing everything we can to protect his identity. Um, and that whistleblower also fears for his life. So let me, let me make it clear. Um, uh, Comer asked me to make sure that we're messaging this correctly. That specific whistleblower is not missing. The whistleblowers that he talked about, uh, multiple whistleblowers that are missing, some are, some are here in the United States and some are in foreign countries. And, and that is true. We, some of them um, apparently cannot be found due to them being in court. Uh, some of them are but, jailed. And but let me ask specifically, but not the person, the credible whistleblower uh, that pointed out that this 1023 form existed that was subpoenaed by the committee that was denied by the DOJ and the FBI. That's right. That specific whistleblower that we have subpoenaed FD 1023 uh, from Christopher Ray, uh, the director of the FBI, is not missing. They are. We know exactly where they are. So that one is. All right. Let me let me then move on. That puts a lot of clarity on that. Thank you for that. Um, now, your you had said that the laptop emails of of Hunter show that Joe Biden paid Joe Biden paid for Hunter's encounter with at least one Russian call girl. You've tied the money directly to Joe. That was in the New York Post. We have we have evidence um, of of multiple prostitutes. No, tied directly to Hunter Biden and his law firm. What we have tied directly to Joe Biden is that he took a money payment from a foreign national in exchange for foreign policy decisions. That's the, we have that directly from the whistleblower. That's what's tied to Joe Biden. Uh, as far as the have you been able to see this document in question, or do you need it from the DOJ or the FBI? They didn't deny they had it. They just said they gave reasons why they they, they would not it would not be forthcoming. Which, by the way, if it's uncorroborated at ten twenty three, I could understand. Well, let's be. In, uh, I, I spoke with the the lead counsel in the speaker's office about this letter from Christopher Ray. Um, and, and so let's break down that letter. Christopher Ray did not deny the existence of the form FD-1023. So that's the good news. By not denying the existence, we can assume that it exists. The second part of his letter, he stated that he would do everything um, possible to obey the law 
and follow the process of the law. And that is extremely important. So what we can expect from Christopher Ray is we're having to play a bit of a dance. It's kind of a back and forth here. But we do believe, um, and we have the full backing of the Speaker of the House, um, we, we do believe that we will gain possession of FD 1023. So I think that's extremely important for everyone to understand. Um, okay. No, that's a bit, that's, that's important. Are you planning to bring these, these prostitutes into the committee and speak to them? And what's the purpose? If they are willing, I'm being, um, very sensitive to the nature of uh, what they went through um, and their privacy. But if they are willing, if even one of them is willing, then yes, I would uh, bring them bring them forward to testify. Of course, we may start privately in a deposition, and then if they're willing to do so and we feel it's important, then we hope to have them come before the full committee. And the reason why that is important is because, Sean, think about this. Some of these prostitutes are from Russia and Ukraine, and we don't know if they're just prostitutes. They could, I mean, think about Feng Feng and what happened with Eric Swalwell. We don't know if these are spies posing as Russian prostitutes or Ukrainian prostitutes. They could be spies. And Hunter Biden, uh, from the evidence on the laptop, clearly was under a lot of uh drugs and we don't know where these prostitutes went with him uh what were they exposed to what have they heard about what were they able to read what kind of information were they able to gain uh, but you but you've identified some them. Uh, yes you... we have their names we have their information wow quick break more with congresswoman marjorie taylor green on the all-important house government reform and oversight committee along with james comer more Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my, this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know 
Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Today, Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. 
Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Right, we continue with Marjorie Taylor Greene. She sits on the all-powerful uh, House Government Reform Oversight Committee with Chairman James Comer. Now, James Comer said it's more than likely that Biden family members will be subpoenaed. Do you know when that's going to happen? And if it does happen, um, I mean, I happen to know the attorney for the Biden family is, you know, probably one of Washington's best lawyers, Abby Lowell. He's a great lawyer. Um, he's really good at what he does. He's the one that uh, got off John Edwards in his case, and he's the one that got off uh, Senator Menendez in his case. So I would imagine that there's no way that he's going to let them testify or just, they'll just sit there and plead the fifth, won't they? I, I'm not sure what to expect, but it's in their best interest to come before the committee and tell the truth. And the American people deserve to hear it. And Abby Lowell, I'm, I'm familiar with him. He wrote a letter about me to our House Ethics Committee, and it was filled with a bunch of political garbage. So let's be very clear uh, on exactly who these people are. These are the same people that created the Rush inclusion lie. Uh, from the Christopher Steele dossier that was a bought-and-paid-for um, political hit piece on President Trump. So we already know their playbook, and we know what they're capable of. But these 51 uh, individuals that are uh, members of the intelligence community, they should be stripped immediately of their security clearance because we know they lied. And then even furthermore, Antony Blinken, I'm calling for his impeachment. He needs to be removed immediately upon finding out that he led this effort to to basically create a, a cover-up. It was a cover-up campaign on the Hunter Biden laptop that should have never happened. And the collusion with the big tech industry is, is something that we should never see in this country. And it should terrify every American. The collusion of government and big tech to control the information that's given to all the American voters and their decisions on how to vote in a presidential campaign. That is, that is an existence of, of power um, uh, and control that, that is new to the American people uh, and that we must dismantle. And Republicans will dismantle that power base and hold these people accountable um, if the American people are willing to give us control in 2024. And that's what it's going to take, Sean. I agree with you completely. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Congresswoman, Georgia. Uh, we appreciate the update, as always. Thank you for being with us. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. All right, let's get to our uh, busy telephones here. I know a lot of you have been very, very patient. Uh, as we say hi to Jill is in Maryland. Hey, Jill, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good. What's going on? So I wanted to talk a little bit about Trump derangement syndrome. I mean, it's it's alive and it's kicking and it's it's so real and it's scary because it um, it could very well cost us the election. Um, you know, I was recently speaking with a friend of mine who thinks she's a liberal, even though she agrees with me on most things. She was complaining about something going on. And my comment to her was, yeah, you know, I, I think that the only one who can really fix this is President Trump. And her comment, her response to me was, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it's going to be another Biden Trump election and I'm going to have to vote for Biden for another four years. And when I ask her why, she can't tell me why, other than she has fallen completely for the orange man bad syndrome. Um, it's it's everywhere you look, it's all over the media and people believe it. 
you know, he's been. Well, Jill, stay right there. I want to introduce you to Richard in New Jersey. Richard has a different feeling than you do. Richard, New Jersey, say hi to Jill in Maryland uh, and welcome to the program. Hi, Jill. And hi, Hannity. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm a longtime listener. Um, and I am a conservative, and I do not agree that Donald Trump should be our next president. I agree that, Don, that Ron DeSantis should be. Uh, Ron DeSantis has, with consistency, proven that he's been a phenomenal governor, regardless of Donald Trump having been there. He's been a governor since 2004. He has a long-term record of proving with consistency that he's been able to keep up with a, a phenomenal governorship in Florida. I'm, I'm not debating. I think Ron's done a great job as governor of Florida. My, but do, do you think Donald Trump did a great job as president? So Donald Trump did do some great things as, pre as the president of the United States. But the fact doesn't. So you like his policies. Let me guess. You don't like his personality. No, it has nothing to do with his personality. It has more to do with the fact that he has 19 criminal cases across the board. Uh, he has too much baggage. There's just too much that comes with Donald Trump. So, so if Donald Trump didn't have these legal issues and, and didn't have, you know, mean tweets and didn't have everybody obsessed with them, you would you would vote for him based on his policies only. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, his policies are very strong. There are certain things that I have agreed with Trump and things that I've disagreed with Trump. I mean, that that's a given with every. That's with everybody. All right, Jill, let me let's let you respond to Richard. Well, I don't think it's about the criminal cases because he hasn't been found guilty. Um, you know, you can charge anybody with anything, just like you can sue anybody for anything. And people are going to continue to bring him to court because they can. And I, I, I think his policies are what we need to look at. You know, we're, we're coming into a very dangerous time. If we don't win this next election, then I'm afraid that the left is going to fast track their plan. And I think we're going to end up eventually with one party rule. But if we can stop the bleeding with this next election, and I, I, I think it should be President Trump who can fix it. And I think DeSantis would be great for 28. You know, he's committed to be the governor of Florida for his next term. Um, you know, I think that we, though, as a party, need to get behind whoever the nominee is and not split a party and maybe get a third party in there because that would just that would destroy our country as we know it for probably the rest of our lifetimes. We Richard, what's your response to that? Well, my response to that is is that Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump are, are still two very phenomenally different people. I mean, Ron DeSantis is far younger than Donald Trump, uh, with. You know, 46 years old and Donald Trump being 76 years old. We like making fun of Biden because of Biden being too old. Donald Trump is, by the time he leaves office, he would be in his 80s. Well, wait a minute. You've seen recent interviews of both Donald Trump and of Joe Biden. Do you think Donald Trump is, is missing a step? Because I was with him. I interviewed him and he's sharp as he's ever been. So age really isn't the factor. Cognitive decline is the factor. Isn't it a more fair statement? It's not that I think that Donald Trump is cognitive declining. It's more that I wouldn't trust a 90-year-old to go to the bathroom by themselves, let alone run a country. He's not going to be 90, but, but but I get your point. You prefer Ron, and that's fine. Uh, we'll give you the last word, Jill. I just hope that whoever our nominee is, our party gets behind them because we, we need to win the next election. The Democrats are going to fast-track whatever their their plan is if we don't win and as of right now, they're hyper-focused even on 28. And we need to come together as a party and get behind whoever our nominee is. I think would, the president... Well, let me ask Richard that. Richard, do you agree with Jill on that point? Everybody should unite regardless who the winner is? I agree that we should intend, uh, attempt to unite, but I feel that we've already lost... I didn't... I, no, no, no. You're playing word games. If whoever the nominee is, should Republicans rally around that person 
to stop this this radical, you know, cognitive mess of a, as a president with a radical socialist agenda. Absolutely. But again, I don't okay. think Donald Trump would win if we did. All right. Uh, appreciate you both. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Jill. 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the uh, program, George in California. George, how are you? Glad you called. Hi, Sean. Thank you for all you do. And uh, my question's a little off track, but actually on track. And it even might have something to do with your show today about the immigration scenario. I know a lot of people, they hear about Biden on TV through you guys and then maybe a few of the other channels on a few things. But they're not talking about Biden's corruption statewide, you know, here in our states. We hear it about overseas and all these things. I think it kind of blows right by people in one ear, out the other. I want to know what Biden's corruption and his part is with our states. And I'm talking about specifically, now you're a car, car guy, and you know that uh, nobody does anything in the car world unless they're mandated. They were mandated to put in seatbelts, mandated to do un, uh, unleaded gas, mandated to do these electric cars one by one each company. But all of a sudden, around Super Bowl time, you've got all these car companies saying, we've got a complete line of cars coming out now and now i'm sure you've heard they're building factories all around the area now in mexico to handle all these new cars they're going to be building yet they got to know that they don't have the ability with the power grid like you understand so where are we at with all this and where um, with biden well i mean now they want our military vehicles to be uh electric vehicles what are we going to put charging stations in the middle of a battlefield good luck with that that technique i don't think that's going to work Look, I, I think they've just bought in hook, line, and sinker into this this ideology that is really more do, deeply rooted in, in radical socialism and guaranteed government jobs and, and free loans and uh, student uh, loan forgiveness and guaranteed government healthy food, guaranteed government health care, guaranteed government retirement, uh, you know, early childhood education as if, you know, they, they haven't done a bad enough job with the time they they already have with our kids. So I think a lot of it is rooted in that. And a lot of it is rooted in their phony science. You know, the idea that America unilaterally is disarming in terms of the lifeblood of the world's economy when we have more energy resources than most of these countries combined to me is unforgivable. You know, Sean, with hundreds of millions of dollars being spent into this, I got to think there's something else going on. And this is why I wonder about Biden's scenario with it. I mean, he snubbed, uh, what's his name, Elon, with his scenario. And he's the guy that knew what was going on and how to make these cars to turn around and stand with GM and say, hey, yeah, we're going to help you guys, blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, it just makes me wonder if there's corruption here going on more so than even on the other side. I mean, how do, why would they spend hundreds of million dollars without having security? They don't do anything without mandated by the government, you know, by the Congress. They've never moved. All of a sudden, now we've got this big shift. I, I, I'm suspicious, Sean. Listen, this is all rooted in a radical, I call it the climate alarmist religious cult. I mean, it is a cult-like obsession. Uh, I, I think they've convinced themselves that this is, they're, they're doing what's great for humanity. Uh, and meanwhile, America now is being replaced as the dominant economic force. You see China with their currency manipulation. They'd like nothing more than to see the U.S. dollar replaced as the world's currency. It's not an accident that after China brokered the Saudi-Iranian deal, that OPEC cut back uh, oil production by 1.3 million barrels a day. That was designed to impact the world price of energy to negatively impact America's economy.
America just has unilaterally disarmed on every front. And we are going to pay a very, very dear price at some point down the line. It's only a matter of time. It's not if, it's when. Uh, appreciate it. Yuma, Arizona. Fred, next, Sean Hannity Show. What's up, Fred? How are you? Hi. I'm just calling about the, the border. And this is a small town, and we had a 1,000 a day coming across during the winter and summer, and overwhelmed the hospital. The hospital's in debt, $26 million, uh to the government. Uh, I mean, you know, that's what the government owes them, but they ain't getting anything. So you're talking about the impact of illegal immigration just in Yuma alone? Just in Yuma alone. And then the other issue that's kind of under the radar that nobody talks about is there's a lot of agricultural fields that border the border. And the the gotaways that don't want to be caught go through these fields. Once they go through these fields... They're not harvestable anymore. In the wintertime, about 90% of the vegetables and salad products come for the country come from this area. So it becomes a food security issue. So in other words, they're just stomping through what, the farms in Yuma? Well, stomp through the fields, yeah. Because the fields go right up to the Mexican border in some places. Okay, so what happens is they're walking through the fields and destroying the crops? Is that what you're claiming? Well, once they go, once they go through the crop, the field, the field may be contaminated, so they can't harvest it. Well, <laughs> who's going to take care of America's farmers then? I mean, you know, we feed the world with the best farmers and the best technology and the best advancements of the, in the science of agriculture, and you would think we'd be smarter than that. But you know, why does nothing surprise me these days? Right? Yeah. Um, anyway, Fred. Uh, it's important people here, people like you that are on the ground that see it with their own eyes. Sharon, next, Oklahoma, Sean Hannity Show. Hey, Sharon, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm calling about some of the in indictments or uh, charges against Trump. First off, I know I'm from Oklahoma, but contrary to the stereotype, I have multiple degrees from private and 12, big 12 universities, and I've traveled to 46 states, which I've shopped in. And when this lady says she was attacked in a dressing room, I just find that hard to believe because my experience has always been, first off, when I go to the dressing room, they count every item I have to make sure they know exactly what I'm taking in. Then the lady pulls out this big thing of keys and marches me down to the room and unlocks the door. And then she goes back up and stands at the entrance to the dressing rooms like Nurse, nurse Ratchet ready to catch a escaping inmate while one of her minions is not <laughs> seconds. I haven't been in a department store in so long. I don't even know what a, what a dressing room looks like these days. Yeah. Um, How could this happen? I mean, those are some of the most guard, because that's where the biggest amount of shoplifting goes. Those are the most guarded rooms in the entire stores. So that immediately, to me, discounted her entire argument. And the Listen, this, but the problem is we're going back either 26 years or 27 years or 29 years. Uh, they never actually were able to nail down the exact year of, of when this, quote, alleged incident occurred. You know, to me, it was very interesting, the jury verdict, because they wanted, the left wanted to come away from this with the word rapist, because that's what E. Jean Carroll claimed. They the jury didn't buy it. So I suspect they think, man, maybe something happened. I don't know. It's also a New York City jury. You're never going to get a fair jury, uh, in my opinion. 
And it was, you got to also look at one other factor here. This was based on the preponderance of evidence. You only needed 51% of jurors to agree. So um, I think this is going to be overturned on appeal. This was a civil case. And I, I'd say the odds are very, very high. This goes away. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. we got a great Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, on the Fox News Channel. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. We are loaded up. We've got a great show. Yes, we'll do a deep dive into the uh, finally released Durham report. Jim Jordan tweeted, uh, we reached out to the DOJ to have special counsel Durham testify next week. That's good news. Uh, also, reaction from Greg Jarrett, John Solomon, Sarah Carter. Also, well, the latest on our two-tiered system of justice uh, and how the FBI and the CIA may need to be reconfigured. Anyway, Mark Levin, the host of uh, Life, Liberty, Levin, he'll be in with us tonight as well. We'll have the latest on the border and the insanity down there. We're replacing veterans with illegal immigrants. you got to be kidding me. Chip Roy of Texas will join us. And Judge Pirro weighs in on this case of Daniel Penny, uh, the guy that is being charged, the Marine that defended uh, people in a subway car against a mentally ill homeless person that was threatening them. Uh, anyway, she'll share that with us. We'll get her thoughts. 9 Eastern Hannity on Fox. See you then. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia movement that inspires call 800-334-KIA for details always drive safely sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only quantities are limited must take delivery by 7824 more than a movie is back with season two i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of fredo and the coldness of michael to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.